Hello once again, my friends, and welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. My name's Mike, and we are going through the book of Matthew, and we're keeping up with the king as we've been in the book of Matthew and chapter 6. We are in the midst of the Sermon on the Mount as the king, the unexpected king, Jesus, is laying down the principles of the kingdom. And so we've been talking about these quite a bit. The last few times we talked about doing things to be seen and uh, in particular doing your charitable thing doing your charitable deeds in order to be seen and that by doing so you've received your reward from your father in heaven and that was the first four verses talked about that we talked about that extensively this whole idea of the the outward show and so what the some of the principles of the kingdom are the internal the internal thing internal not well eternal of course but the internal things we mentioned before this idea that that he says you know you shall not commit adultery but i say to you you know he who lusts in his heart after a woman has committed adultery with her and so he's talking about internal things that the external show is not what matters to him it's the internal reality and that's what ought to matter to us. In fact, um, as we'll read today, again, there's this great discounting of, of the show, the external show. So let's go. Verse 5, he says, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand in the, they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. So again, he's pointing out this, this thing, don't be like the uh, the hypocrites, the hypocrites uh, in the Greek, which means mask wearers, the, the pretenders. Don't be like them. Don't be like uh, many of the religious leaders of the day that we're not really concerned so much about the things of God as far as loving people, being charitable. Um, they were much more interested in the appearance that and the the respect and the honor that came along with that appearance. And he says, about them, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. You know, if he's just said they love to pray standing in the synagogues, that'd be great. Or if they love to pray standing on the corners of the streets, that'd be great. But he says the reason that they love it is they that they might be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. And so again, the same idea that he he shared it about charitable giving when. When you do it for the external show, you've received your reward. Whatever that admiration or that praise, uh, whatever it is that you receive from others, well, there you go. You know, you wanted uh, you're going to put on the show. That that's there's your there's your reward. Um, so again, uh, this is one of the great things about the Bible. Jesus does this. Paul does this. We see this a lot. When it says what not to do, well, it's followed with what to do. He says, but you, when you pray. Go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And so this is the uh, the idea again. And, and some people, again, they miss what's going on here, and they start putting in the practice strange things where they say, well, he says don't pray publicly, so I should never pray publicly. I 
you know, if someone asks me to pray in church, uh, that's ridiculous. No one should pray in church. No one should pray in front of people. Uh, you should only pray in your closet with your door shut. And, and this is the dangerous thing that we've talked about a lot of times here. And that is when you build theology based on one verse, when you build uh, Christian practice based on one verse, when you read one verse and you say, well, it says this, therefore I'm going to do that. Now, usually that's a pretty good plan when you say, well, the Bible says this, so I'm going to do this. But we need to take the Bible as a whole and not individual verses and build practice based on these individual verses. We need to look at them and say, okay, is this what we see in the totality of Scripture? You know, I've, see, I've seen so many people take off on these weird things where they read something the Bible says about, uh, you know, some of those difficult uh, verses about, you know, uh, a woman... Uh, being silent in church, that kind of thing. And they take it and they go, you know, with, you know, some men I've, I've heard, they've just taken that ridiculously without taking any study, without thinking about, wait a minute, what, what's the context? What's the actual, uh, what's actually being talked about at this point in time? And is this something we see throughout the Bible, you know, that, that a woman should be silent, which is kind of weird when you hear about certain women prophets and things and, in the New Testament, like, well, how did they do it? Did they, were they, they how, wait, there's, they gotta be silent. No, there's a problem with building the theology on one verse and not the totality of scripture. So with that in mind, don't think that the only place you can pray is in your room with your door shut. Um, the point is, again, don't make a big show of your, of your religious practice. Now, it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with people seeing you live your life as a Christian. There's nothing wrong with seeing, with people seeing you do good works. I used to train my staff years ago to let kids see them reading their Bibles. I used to tell them, make sure kids see you doing it. Now, why? Well, it wasn't so that the kids would think, wow, they're so holy, but ra rather so the kids would go like, oh, that's a normal thing. Oh, they're practicing what they're preaching. They're telling us we should read the Bible, and I see them doing it. It's it's not a, a matter of putting on a show for the kids so that the kids will admire you. It's discipleship, right? It's demonstrating, like Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. You know, do what I do. That, that's, that's the idea. So if there's those people that you are... Uh, being a Christian witness to, you want them to recognize that these are practices that you do. So the point here uh, that Jesus is making is the outside show, the show of look at me, the doing spiritual things, but with a fleshly attitude. And we talked about that last time, about doing things in the flesh. When the purpose for your spiritual practice is not a spiritual thing, when the purpose of praying is not because you want to commune with God, but because you want people to think you're holy. Well, first of all, that's not even prayer anymore. But that's what he's talking about. If you, if your charitable giving is so that you can be admired by people, well, it's not charitable giving. It's giving with the intention of having people admire you. So what does he say next? We have a couple more minutes. So we'll just do uh, verse seven. He says, and when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do for they think that they will be heard for their many words now i'll probably talk about this a lot more next time because of what it 
it comes along uh, with. But again, he's saying don't get in this this idea of that you that by saying the same thing a bunch of times that that is going to force God to hear you. And I'm not talking about coming to God again and again, saying, God, renew my, you know, renew my attitude towards you. God, forgive me. You know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about saying the same phrases over, oh, God bless me. Oh, God bless me. Oh, God bless me. God, I need your blessing. I need your anointing. I need your anointing. I need your anointing. Oh, God, fill me. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. And it becomes this, you know, just this, this weird mantra, right? Um, mantras being an Eastern meditation practice of, of saying a word over and over which some people believe has to do with some psychosomatic like hypnosis kind of uh, stuff where by repeating a sound over and over, you lose touch with reality, which is not a good plan. Stay in touch with reality. Uh, anyway, he says, don't think that because you say a lot of words or that you repeat the same phrases, don't do that. Because he says people do that because they think they will be heard for their many words. He says, do not be like, do not be like them for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him in this manner, therefore pray. And he goes on from verse nine to talk, uh, well, to lay out the Lord's prayer. And so we're not going to hit that one today because, well, we're out of time. But again, as I've been encouraging you to do it, look back at your life and, and look, look at your walk with the Lord and, and put it to the test, you know, and, and even do like David did and pray and say, God, show me if there's anything I'm doing in my Christian walk that I'm doing it. I, I'm, I'm doing what should be a spiritual thing, but for a fleshly reason, help me to see if I'm, you know, if, if I'm teaching because I want people to admire me as a teacher, help me to see if I'm speaking because I want people to admire me and my speaking ability or, you know, help, help me, you know, help me to see if, if, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm praying so that people will listen to me. You know, and, and sometimes it shows up in the reverse, right? Where this is something to be aware of when somebody asks you to pray and you're like, uh, I don't want to because, well, why not? I pray all the time, but I don't like praying out loud. Well, why don't you like praying out loud? Well, because I don't know what to say. Well, you're just talking to God. Well, I, what they're saying is I don't, I don't want to do it out loud because if I do it out loud, people will hear me and I'll be embarrassed about how I sound because I might not make a coherent s- sentence, you know, and, and that's, there's an aspect of that that's that's pride saying I don't want to do this because people might think this about me, right? It's the opposite of I I want to pray so that people admire me. It's this I don't want to pray because then people won't admire me. People will think less of me because I'll fumble over my words. You know, just get just practice praying out loud. Just just do it when you're in the car. If you've got kids, when you're with your kids in the car, just say, hey, we're going to pray. Make that a part of what you do. Um, and it becomes a much more natural thing. Um, anyway, something to think about. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time.